Welcome to the Wealth Radar podcast, where we scan the landscape and navigate the noise of investing in personal wealth. I'm Jason Fowler, and I'm joined by my brother, Paul. We are certified financial planners from Fowler's Group, and today we are joined by Ryan Crichton, owner, director of Global Hire Services, the number one place in North Queensland, no, no, Northern Australia, for your heavy lifting equipment needs. Welcome to the podcast, Rhino. Uh, thanks for having me, Jase. Thanks for having me, Chucky. You're uh, welcome, mate. It's good, good to have good, you. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got you here. So mate. far, so good. Yeah, no, really thank you for coming on, Ryan. I, I just reckon it's a great story from my perspective. Obviously, you know you're on a personal level as well, but I just think it's a great story. You can talk about, you know, get, being an employee, starting a business from scratch. There's been talks of acquisitions over your time. There's mergers. There's And all in a short time frame. That, and really the story's just begun to a certain extent yeah, again yeah, and they've done yeah. a lot so there's been a lot of back and forwards but and we would do want to do a deep dive into that but mate let's before we even go there let's just give us a bit of a background of of you where you're from yeah. Yep. um yeah all right. how did it all begin mate yep so i'm uh, R- 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 ryan crichton and obviously rhino uh, is uh, is the nickname i'll get called uh, called a fair bit uh, Townsville boy, Chucky, born Ooh. born and bred. Arch enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a bit of, bit of rivalry there, old Brownsville and all that sort of stuff. And now when I uh, come up to Cairns, I've uh, been up here for 13, 14 years now. So, you know, I don't class myself as a local and uh, and the locals don't class me as locals. <laughs> well. Mate, my old man's been here 51 and he still ain't a local. <laughs> yeah. um, so just a background, Chucky, yes. Um, school, to, uh, a grammar boy uh, down there, uh, finished high school. I was going to be a school teacher. Oh, right. Yeah, so uh, I dove, dived into that. Uh, then after probably six months, I, I realised you had to study. And uh, then uh, after 12 months, I realised, yeah, that's probably not uh, not for me. Uh, and my parents, uh, I had a dad. Uh, well, dad's still alive. He's a golf pro, um, oh, retired okay. golf pro. Yep. I didn't so, know that. yeah, he did his ex- he did his time in Cairns as an apprentice in the late sixties. Okay. And then sort of moved uh, moved south from there, just in around North Queensland, different clubs, uh, uh, Rose Bay, Air, yep. and, and then he was at Townsville for, for almost thirty years. Wow. So, and obviously, you got into the game yeah, as well. You obviously, had yeah, to have run, yeah, right? yeah. It's always uh, always <laughs> tough. I, I love rugby uh, and rugby league, but never never graded at either of them. But uh, yeah, good. Uh, Good, decent golfer, obviously. Uh, that helped having a, a dad uh, with a go- as a golf pro and, and the right equipment and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely golfing golfing background. And I, I pay some of the the golfing back background to the attributes of being in the position I'm in today, being yep. a young age and being good at a, at something, and then playing with men. So you couldn't be, you know, a 12 or 13 year yep. old kid. You had to be, yeah. you had to be a young adult, you know. Otherwise, you got you got tuned up pretty quick. You had to grow to, up quick. Yeah, yeah, what to say and not what to what, say. What, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the so, rules. Yeah, the... correct, correct. And and a lot of obviously the the rules and the etiquette of golf, you know. And that's yep. um, you know some of the life skills you learn from that you can you can put into uh, yeah. put into. Practice. I think and the morals of golf because there's quite a few things oh, in real life yeah. for you where yeah. you just. Well, Chuck, well, I know I just can't do this. Yeah, it's not morally right. No, you you right. say that all the time, right. and, and it's so true, mate. It that's is. your character. Well, well Jace, I know you're a yeah. golfer, and it, it is morally right because you, you, the only you can cheat mm. in golf easily, but yep. at the end of the day, you're only cheating yourself. So yeah. I use a bit of a, a philosophy in life. You know, you got to look in the mirror, but if the mirror's got to look back, if you if, mm. if the mirror doesn't look back, you know, you you got to start asking some more more serious questions. Yeah, no, I agree. Like yeah. it's it, it always amazes me with golf, and, and I think the COVID. I mean, I know you weren't playing for a while, but that COVID period, people's handicaps came down. They're like, you didn't have to put the ball in, yep. you just had to hit the cup. And, yep, yep. And I'm thinking, and people are going, well, why don't you? I'm going, what's the point? Because yep. when we go back to normal, my handicap's going to be half what yep. it was and I'm never going to play to it. Yep. Like, well, 
I'm only playing me, right? That's- well, it's funny you say that. You know, like golf, it's just a traditional game. You know, you don't change the rules. And I'm an avid rugby league fan. Love yeah. the game. Wasn't a great player. But the rule, the changes in the rules, it's sort of, you know, I'm pushing away from the game yeah. now because it's a great product. It's it's great, everything about it. But every time you watch it, they're changing or tweaking something which doesn't need to, yeah. need to happen. But then you go back to, like, golf, you know, the rules haven't changed. Nah. Yeah, you know, they've tweaked a couple, don't get me wrong, but for centuries, yep. you know, that's still... Don't you fix that yeah. you can bloody lift in place if you get a divot in the yep. middle of the fairway. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That shits me to tears. That's but. right, that's right. <laughs> so, so how do you go from, from playing golf and, and basically getting into the heavy well, lift, lifting game? What did you do well, in the lead-up exactly to that before right. you were so, going to be a teacher? Yeah, what? so I went into the family business. Uh, they, my parents had a bakery. They had two baker's okay. lights. Yeah. Yep. So uh, after uni failure, I had to obviously work. So I did a, um, a traineeship and actually didn't complete that either. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> good start. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't going good. But, but one thing I did complete out of that was a, um, I got a certificate for and being a trainer and assessor. Okay. So now um, obviously did the bakery thing and uh, I knew that wasn't for me. My brother and his wife were heavily involved in that and yeah. I could just see – the opportunity wasn't going to be there for me every time I tried to, uh, you know, not just bake but think of ways to try and, you know, look outside the scope and get wholesale sort of stuff. Mm. It was always knocked on the head. Oh, we need a car for that, you know, extra electricity or sort of mundane sort of stuff. Yeah. I, 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 re- I was beginning to realise, you know, this wasn't for me. And golf, I yeah. um, met a guy, well, knew a guy um, and played a lot of golf with him years before that, Darren Morrison. Yep. Um, Morrow. Yep. So he could see me, you know, sort of whinging about it at golf and he gave me the opportunity. He was okay. the um, the area manager or the North Queensland manager of a, of a high company called Skyridge. Mm-hmm. And um, he got me on board as basically like a cadet salesman. So at the time I just bought a house, you know, sort of, you know, trying to get on my way. So Morris sort of said, look, we'll, we'll come to the party with your, with your pay and we'll, we'll give you a crack. So basically I left the, the family business, which at the time was a big deal because, yep. you know, I was... Yep. You sort of expected to do a bit more than uh, than just a worker, uh, and then yeah, I was um, I was there for almost six years doing that, doing that, working in North Queensland, and moved down to uh, Southeast Queensland for a period as well. So that sort of yeah got me got me underway. And so what were the what were the early things in that period that sort of set you up for the transition? Do you think? Well, being going. I, I always found it easy walking – people find it uncomfortable walking into a room and, and mm. sparking conversation other than, you know, weather or how yeah. was the Broncos game last night. I could – I always prided myself walking into a room and being able to talk about not what I wanted to talk about, find out what someone, you know, like here, yeah. I can see rugby league things all the time. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk about ping pong or, or <laughs> hockey, you know, or something yeah. like that. I, I can see from we'll a We go easy on the hockey, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hockey, mate. Sorry, Jason. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right, mate. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the one thing I, yeah. I enjoyed. So it wasn't work as such. You got paid to cruise around the car, air conditioned, jump, go on a few job sites, yeah. go and, go into a few offices, and just just talk naturally. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And how, how do you how do you get that across today? I guess we, I mean we're skipping ahead, and we will come back to the start. But in business today, obviously you've got salesmen or yeah. salespeople. How do you get that? Mentality across to the current. It's 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 the, all the all, current all changed. It's sure. different, yeah, isn't it? the, the sales perspective or the sales way I was taught knocking on doors, going mm. to see people, all that sort of stuff, which is still very, very important. But today with people being time poor and, and um, you know, uh, social media, everything's electronic, you know, you can you can get your point across or you can still do businesses without actually doing the face-to-face. But the face-to-face, you know, in my opinion, is always always key. Yeah. Once you do the face-to-face, you know, everything's not misinterpreted. It's straight down the yeah. line where emails and 
you know, phone calls, you, you don't Tone, see, context, yeah. all yeah. of that you, stuff. You know it all. That's you know what I'm all. really interested in, Rhino, because you've, like anyone in business today that has a sales team, because essentially, you know, sales, I think we've said this before, sales now gets, or dad says it all yeah. the time, it gets thrown around as a dirty word. Yeah. But essentially people in business, at some form or fashion, they're selling. Might necessarily be selling a product directly, but they're selling yeah, themselves and what have you. So that initial contact, you know, we can do it by email and yeah. video and what have you, but that. I sort of agree with what you're saying. At some point, there's got to be face some face-to-face face face yeah, at some yeah. point. Well, the salesman always, people think, uh, you know, used car salesman yeah, or, yeah. Uh, or yeah. a real estate agent, somewhere where they've had a bad experience, you know. Yeah. But sales, you know, you go to Harvey Norman or, you know, wherever, you know, everyone's got their own tact. And I think it's, it's you know, I find selling, me personally, is getting involved and knowing about the person and then you, you, you find yeah. common ground. Uh, where other people's, you know, it's just about the bottom line and, yep. and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, that's important, don't get me wrong, but, you know, there's there's more ways to, uh, you know, skin a cat. As It's, a, as it's a hard speech. to build long-term relationships and repeat sales yep. on the bottom line. Yeah, correct, yep. Because right. at, at one stage or another, someone's got to give, you know. Because uh, price is always going to be something that can get yeah, beaten, right? Yep, correct, correct. Yeah, well, I think if you're selling a one-off commodity, then it's – the old school sales, yep, just yep. get them in, sell it because it doesn't really matter yep. about the follow-up. But yep. Yeah, ours is all repeat you want business. longevity. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, all, yep. all, all repeat business that so you want it to, to, to be today and and, and and moving forward. So just because there's a question I want to pop up there, but I think we need to think, uh, change the, the tact a bit. So you were moving around, whatever. Yep. You know, and I don't I'm, – I'm, I may get this wrong, right, because I'm relying on the bloke in the green shirt <laughs> as my source of truth here. We're in trouble there. <laughs> We're in a lot of trouble. You know me, Ryan. I'll get it somewhere. It doesn't have to be true. Yeah, I, I, I do know you, unfortunately, Sean. <laughs> I love you, though. I love you. So what was the move? What triggered the move to Cairns? And then, you know, as I understand, you came up here, you're still relatively young and now you're, you've got a branch, you've got to build something. Yep. Where, so we are 26, so basically the end of the – the Skyridge campaign, they were a great company to work for, great owner um, to work for, uh, but they lost tact with the smaller people, you know, the ones that needed to be yep. looked after. And we weren't, when we left, weren't going into direct competition. We were just going to hire, we had tilt panel props and an array of other stuff and then obviously went back into back into that. Uh, so it was tw- 26, we, we started Global Hire in Townsville mm-hmm. um, and we were there for about oh, probably 18 months, two years, and Cairns was starting to, you know, get some traction and we had, we looked at it and gone. Well, we need someone up there. So I married a married a Cairns girl. So she was happy it living was a in Townsville. Big tick in your life, right? Yep. <laughs> so when the opportunity, hey, we might have to move to Cairns. Yeah, that we jumped at that straight away. And to be honest with you, I haven't looked haven't looked back since. You know, yep. when I when I go home to Townsville now, it's good to see family. It's good to see friends, but it's not home. You know, yep. I'm I'm there for a, for a night or two or whatever. Uh, and yeah, I can't wait to get in the, on a plane or back in my mm. car and and get back up the Bruce Highway and and, and get home and. And, uh, yeah, Cairns, so, Cairns is home. So you landing in, coming to Cairns, yep. essentially knowing no one, no one. No, that's so right. So from scratch, yep. starting a business in a, I guess, in an industry that is probably, I would imagine, a little bit clicky if you're not yeah, in it, you need to know yep. people. So you well, not knowing that any, Not knowing anyone, Chuck, it was um, only knowing, like, people through work. So that was probably my only direct point of contact. Um, and I was just went through a phase, I got into the triathlon. I did that right, for quite yep. a few years. Yep. And then I finished that, obviously, you know, young family, um, very time poor, so that was not the not the sport or the or the hobby for me. And we're talking the the, the big boy, yeah, so yeah, the, ones, ha- yeah. the half Ironman. Yep, I yep. did three half Ironman, and that's 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 twelve to fourteen sets a week. So that's you got to be committed wow. there. There's yeah. no there's no hiding in, in doing that sport. 
Um, and then I knew. And I'm uh, guessing because you're a little bit competitive, it wasn't about just getting to the end. Right? No, no, no. <laughs> and it's, I, I was never going to win, be a world record or anything no. like that. It was just exactly just beating myself. Beating you know? Yeah, yeah, playing that, playing the mental demons with yourself. And funny enough, and not knowing anyone, and I didn't know what to do, and I rang a mate of mine, um, Damien Berg, who's oh, yeah? um, who's really? yeah a, a Darwinite and uh, and a Cairns local, and I said, you know, I'm I'm looking for something to do. I've got you know no friend, blah blah blah. And he said to me, "You need to ring Chook." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I uh, go Chook, and I'd, I'd met Paul once before. We did a bit of a, an insurance through work um, and all that sort of oh, stuff. Right. So, but yeah. didn't have a really personal, you know, personal contact with him. And then there was a, uh, a training group, um, yep. World Gym, uh, not World Gym, um, uh, at Sports World. Sports World, Sports yeah, World. yeah, yeah. There was a half a dozen blokes, and so I'm coming from triathlon, strict, you know, being there on time, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> So just quickly, and I don't want to really go off topic here, but 5.30 was the start time. So I'm there at quarter past five on the treadmill running because I didn't know what was happening. These guys would start rolling it in, you know, 25 to 6, quarter to 6, shoes in hand, putting their shoes and socks on, and, and they're looking at me going, well, you know, what's this? Who's this bike? <laughs> we, we brought you down in a hurry. Eh? Yeah, that didn't last long. But then I realised, yeah, don't get there till 5.30 and just, uh, yeah, take, take it as you see it. <laughs> Yeah. You remember it's those a, days, Chuck? Absolutely. I don't think I've changed too much. Mate. It's all about the people you train with, not yeah. the training you do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, to be honest with you, I'm sitting here and obviously um, Chucky's uh, – Paul's a great great friend of mine and, uh, you know, that, and then that just opened up another, you know, network of, network of friends where, you know, we're all business-minded, young family, married, you know, going all seeing the, the pressures of life. And the best thing about this circle of friends, we've had a – a few, uh, I wouldn't say tragedies, but a few things that have happened over the yep. years. They, you know, there's been some great times and there's been some bad times. But the thing that I love about that circle of blokes that everyone's everyone's got each other's back. Yep. Or if mm. someone goes missing for a few weeks, there's two or three blokes, you know, to pick yeah. up a phone and, and say, yep. "Hey, what's going on?" They're not asking what's going on. They're just saying, "Hey, what, what's going on?" They know, they, they know they can sense that someone needs a chat, and that's mm. uh, that's that's pretty special, actually. It is. Yeah, it is no, super special. Mm. And so that then sort of just widened the, the network and and then you just, you know, just started Well, well from a business business sense, Jason, yeah, definitely. Cairns is uh, – there's not a lot of um, uh, like uh, big companies as in like, you know, yeah. down south companies, particularly in the building trade. It's all local business stuff. So, you know, you, you, we, we got involved with brothers, so that opens yeah. a network. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously socially to start with and then, you, you know, you don't – purely going there for business, no. but it doesn't hurt either. No. Uh, then that opens other doors and then, you know, they see you as a normal person going through the same stuff and then just, you know, it's a flow-on flow on effect from there, to be honest with you. Yeah, I always – well, someone said to me the other day that we were putting we were putting together – and I'm, I don't know, I've, I've said this on the pod before, but we put together a national hockey tournament yep. up here. I only got a group of people together and it was the same thing, you know, who do we know? Because for me – Kansas is not seven degrees of separation. It's yep. about three. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, right? correct. All right, and and I always think about Kansas as a village, right? It's it's somebody knows somebody who knows something, right? And and so if it's just a matter of you can build it out, you're a decent human being, and you you know you're not going to rip someone off. Then yep. someone is more than welcome to point you or introduce you or whatever. But it's then up to you to make sure that you take that to something else, yep, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, mm. you know, in sales and putting my hat back on, it's, it's a lot easier to walk into a room when the door's open yes. as opposed to knocking on it. You know, if the door's half open, you know, if, you can, if I can get my foot in there, yep. you know, I, I'll back myself every day. But when you've got a knock, I'm not saying uh, it's uh, you can't do it, but it's definitely, yes. definitely a lot, lot, lot more challenging anyway. Hey, Bruno, so when you when you opened up here in Cairns, global in Cairns, yep. obviously you had the heavy lifting the booms and the yep. scissors and all that sort of stuff, but yep. you did you did hire out 
the smaller equipment as well, didn't you? Like, yeah, and I might get this wrong, but your chainsaws and, yeah. and drills. And yeah. you did that for a period that, that of time. General hire, we call the that. Ge- yeah. The general hire. Um, and not to give the story, but you, you then sort of got out of that yep. to concentrate on the heavy lead. What was the reasoning yeah, there or, so, so or what's your thought we, process around we, that? We come up here with with the access gear, so scissor lifts, boom lifts and telehandlers, and we didn't have a lot. I think at the time we had 27 mm-hmm. um, and we're just trying our best with that. And there was a we thought we'll do the general hire, you know, and unfortunately the old saying is you don't get into anything that you don't know too much about. <laughs> like we, we thought, oh, we know hire, we'll, we'll work yeah, it in. Yeah. But no, that was just a different different kettle of fish. We... We did that for about three years, everything from, you know, whacker packers to excavators on trailers to dingoes right. and all that sort of stuff. But there's more your weekend warrior sort of um, yep. stuff as opposed to long-term yep. hire, dealing with a lot of construction and trade. And, and probably at the time, Cairns was on a bit of a lull, you know, there wasn't much yep. much happening. Um, so, yeah, that lasted three years and we, yep. we moved out, out of there. So I think at the time, I reckon with my numbers, we had about 50 EWPs. And then within two years of getting out of the, the general hire and sticking to what we know, we turned that into about 170. Bad yeah. <laughs> you know, Rono. So rapid, rapid growth. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting that that story because we had um, little Jimmy on Jamie McIntosh, yeah, yeah. or Ryan knows Jamie really well from Norworld. And it's a very, very similar story to a certain extent where they used to do everything, you know, yep. it wouldn't say no to anyone. And yep. if you wanted some aluminium repairs or anything small, they'd, they'd do everything. And then the decision was made even though they were making money out of it, yep. to just cut away that and concentrate what yep. they knew and what they did well and then it's just gone very quickly from here to here. Sounds very similar yeah, to what you guys and, have done. And you knocked the nail on the learning. head there, Chuck. Like, yeah, we were making money but probably not not serious money and you'd be on the phone or have someone in the shop, you know, trying to hire them a $90 item and then you'd be missing a call that someone's trying to hire, a, you know, a $3,000 mm. a week buddy ticket item, you yeah. know, and, and you sort of – you're thinking, what are, what are we doing here? So, yeah, I, I'm a big believer, yeah. If you, you stick to what you know, you'll probably you'll probably do all right. And so, yeah. how quickly did the team either grow, yep. flip, and from an actual yep? Staff so when, 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 when we come that? up to Cairns, we had uh, it was just myself um, and one one fitter. We used to use a bit of a few contractors yep. and all that sort of stuff. So now we've built that up to I think we've only got eight staff, and, and most of them are other, other fitters. So we've got a couple in the in the office doing yep. all the, the ins and outs and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and then, then guys on the road with vehicles, service vehicles, run, run around the north. So we basically go from Cardwell, you know, up to the Torres Straits, you know, yep. into, into the Gulf, wherever wherever we can put our machines on a truck, we, we, we'll send them. So so you went, you said you went from, when you got rid of the general hire, from 50 to 107, what do you call them, EWPs? EWPs, what, what's that? Elevated work platforms. Okay, EWPs. Yep. Where are you at now with EWPs? Yep, in, so, in, in, so in just business. in hindsight, so we started, I think, originally back in 2010, Mm-hmm. Maybe a dozen uh, EWPs, and we're, we're scratching on six hundred in North Queensland. Wow! wow. Yeah. So that's uh, and it didn't happen overnight. A lot of yeah. companies, you know, go and buy a fleet, put it in a yard, and try to hire it out. And yeah, we didn't have the financial backing to do that. It would have been great because you know you could be a big player in the market, but we had to yeah, bit by bit, just you know, put you know rather than pull money out of the business, we had to constantly put the money back into the business to to continue that but to continue the growth. You have a very strict because you have told me outside this you have a very strict process in regards to the maintenance of your machines, yep. you know, how many hours each one's done, yep. you rotate them over at a certain yep. time limit or, or year limit which you said can be quite different to, yeah. to your competitors. Yeah, correct, correct. So yeah, very process driven. They have a life uh, life expectancy the machine so that you've got to constantly monitor. It's it's, yep. it's like any business you've got to have your finger on the pulse, you know, and there's no like 
certain rule to, to run off, but your finger on the pulse, everything, uh, systems, you know, spreadsheets, and, yeah, you know, two and two equals four, and then that's, uh, that's you know, that's mm. all you need to know. So that comes from, I mean, you said you'd, you'd what was it, the dip four or cert four in training oh, work okay, process? Yeah, is, that, yeah. is that sort of what started to ingrain so that? So the, the training, the training. So, no, I could see in 2012 the industry was taking a turn where you couldn't have this equipment. Uh, certain equipment you had to have a, a high-risk licence for. Right. And the other EWPs, you know, any Tom, Dick or Harry could could use them. And I could see that was that was changing. So with the, the – um, the training and assessing course I did, I had to go and upgrade a couple of couple of modules there, and I, I was still doing that regularly. But I became a trainer and assessor, and it's not a thing we promote or a big part of our business, but it's about mm. building relationships. So when customers win a job or they get on a job and they don't realise uh, they need those tickets, well, we can, you know, sort of. It's like a value add. It's something you need to just build that relationship. Keep so it going. you know when you go to McDonald's, you know, the, yep. you know mm. what's the add-on? The burger, you know, the yeah. burger, the, the drink, the fries, the sundaes. Yeah. That's that's the add-on to the yeah. to the business. Yeah, like I said, it's not a massive part, but it's uh, it's more helping the customer out, and they it goes uh, goes. So that, that's way. the educator background. You wanted to be a teacher, yeah. Yeah. In, in some form, you, you still are. And I will go off track here, and I'll, I'll reiterate the the education because Rhino is very strict with certain things and the way you should do do stuff and I'm not having to go at him at any means like that but we, we've been camping before take the, the boys I don't know how many people it's going to go to or who needs to hear this I don't even know if my wife's heard this so it could be in strife but you know we've gone out bushing with the, the boys at Rhino um, had some guns so we're into shooting guns so we can teach the boys how to shoot a gun and um, mate you could not be in a safer place Rhino had the boys he sat them down did it like a pre-toolbox talk that went for about half an hour. This is like nine-year-old boy. Mate, but it was perfect. They sat there, listened, and, and it was and it was safe. As as a father, you felt really safe. But that's yep. sort of what you do, isn't it? Yeah, right? that's, definitely, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got a, you know, when you're educating people, eye contact and, yeah. yes, not yeah. just, uh, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. Well, you know, pick it up and show me, you know, and yeah. obviously with, that, yeah. with the guns on. Unloaded, and that was on uh, on private property too for the for the viewers. It wasn't, it wasn't that wasn't in a uh, a national park. No, no. <laughs> mate. So essentially, you, you've come up and you've you've been the man. This this will use salesman. The salesman, yep. the business when you started. Now, the business has grown, and we haven't even got to where you are today. But the the business has grown, and you're sort of more of a management yep. role, I guess. Even though you've always been management, yeah. Is there, was there a transition from being the salesman to now more so a manager or not really? Yeah, sort of- I, I think the transitions, that's difficult, Chuck. Like mm. you basically go from operations or sales and I'm definitely a sales operator as opposed to an operator sales, you know, yeah. like um, salesmen don't want to know anything about operations and operations don't yeah. want to know anything about sales. So to have probably have the, the owner's hat on there, you know, you, you're probably forced to do things more than, than you want to do it. But at the end of the day, I love nothing better than jumping in a car and, and whether it's a site inspection or you know, sometimes a long lunch of, uh, of late or, uh, you know, going to drum up new business um, wh- yeah. wherever that be. I, I like the challenge and I, I uh, like looking after my existing customers. I love nothing better than that. But I love engaging with uh, with new ones and, and getting them on board as well. So just to pick up on that owner's hat. So when was the – how was that transition for you? So you came here in 20 – at 26? Yeah, yeah. Is that the same point that you – Transitioned and got some ownership, or when did that? No, happen? no, no. So we, we, we kicked off Global Hire in 2010, and um, so Darren Morrison and I, and we yep. were we were the, were the directors um, of Global Hire and Services in North from Queensland. That point. From yep. that, that point, point. yep, yep. And and did you what what was different about that experience? I suppose looking back now oh, to what you thought you would owner meant. It was horrible. It was, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, well, not horrible as in. Um, 
Well, yeah, what was? It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at it now, I, you know, having, having gone, I don't think it's energy. I think when you're young, you've got that bit, of, bit more energy to, you know, to adapt and just get on with it and, and, and the onuses. A common question I get asked is, you know, your debt, because obviously we've constantly yeah. got to reinvest in the business. Uh, is it a family business uh, and is it a franchise? Three common questions. And particularly, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm 41. Uh, no, it wasn't to any of them. You know, I um, started from scratch. Um, it's definitely not a, not a fr- franchise, even though Global's a big name. Yep. We went through Global because you didn't want to be yeah. in one area. You know, if yep, you went yeah. Cairns High or North yeah. Queensland High, well, you're segregated to one to yep. one area. So, yeah, it was like horrible as in no money, working hard, no result, you know, yep. Everyone else having a good time and, you know, you've got all these things going through your head and you've got to get out of bed every day and, and try and do the same thing. And that's, I think, where, where you start to where you where you end up. It's just a daily grind, you know. Every day is a little bit mundane. Some days are different. You know, some days are good. Some days are not so good. But uh, it's just about showing up every day and doing it. And uh, for us, you know, I haven't won the lotto, but you've got to keep keep going along. Hopefully the lotto's there at the, at the end of it. Well, Ron, I... Talking about that, so you have grown the business, and it is—it's a very sex, successful business yep. now. And, and over more recent years, yep. you've actually had people come and knock yeah. on your door yeah. and possible acquisitions and what have you. You want to talk us yeah. through so, some of those yep. and, and how they went? Your learnings, I guess, yeah, from, from some of that. Yep, yep. I reckon uh, so. It probably started six years ago. You sort of get a bit of a name for yourself. Who's who's in North Queensland? So the the big hitters from Southeast Queensland or the national national high companies. Yeah, they 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 obviously take note of what you're doing. And that yeah, they come come knocking. Um, not a cheap exercise to go mm. through when you get <laughs> solicitors and accountants and and all that uh, into a room or or working on your side. But in saying that, uh, the big one was yeah, we had coats knocking on the door there quite a few years ago. Uh, two, two within two years, I should say. Yep. And I probably learned a lot more in business in that in that period than um, than I did you know the ten years prior to that. It was it was what, quite. What would be quite your big takeaway from that? If if someone else was sort of in that position, listening to this, going into that sort of thing, is it you, from a small time? Well, not so much small time operator, but being you know a North Queensland based business, you, you, you're talking to people in Sydney, Melbourne, you know that that, that think you, you you're dumb. You're just a, yep. a simpleton in North Queensland that doesn't know what they're doing. So I think yep. being upfront straight away, you know, and not not being attacking, but you know, don't don't go away from what you want. Yep. Don't rest on sorry, rest on your laurels, but make sure you tell them, mate, we're successful for these reasons, you know. So don't yeah. you know because they try and few, throw a few little Be tactics little in bit. there. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 definitely. It's, it's, that's interesting because when we mm. spoke to James about the exercise, their ultimate sale that they did, they walked away three or four times. Yep, because for exactly the same reason. Yep. Go, that's not us. Sorry, you want to mm. do that? Yep. We're done. Like we're we're not. Gonna do that. Well, Jace, we, we had an offer there, and it came down to about forty eight hours from signing the paper. And yeah. Darren, um, Mara, and I, we had a phone conversation. I still remember I was just about to walk into a circuit class four thirty on a Monday afternoon, and I said, Mara, I don't think I could. I want to do this. And he goes, Why not? And I said, Well, what are we doing here? Like these guys change the rules and making it hard. We've got to stay there and work it. What's what's going on? And he goes, Yep, right, I'm over them too. So we, <laughs> uh, we rang them and said we're out. And they were, you know, this was probably a nine month process. Yep. yep. And that cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars to be in that position to say no. But at the end of it, our business was fit, as in financially fit yep. at the back, yep. and as well as operational fit. And we, you know, we knew we would overcome a big hurdle. And the hurdle that we were going to go into wasn't, you know, it, it took to that sort of 48 hour to go, no. And also from us. your point of view, Ron, I, I mean, you have investments, as you said, you're 41 yeah. now. You, you weren't even 40 at that yeah, point in time. time yep. And through your head, you're going, well, what am, 
yep. got another. I've, I've, you've spoken to me a heap of time. You're going, what well, am I going to do for the next yeah, 20 years? Yeah. I love doing what I do. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You that can was only, part of your reasoning? You, yeah, well, that played a lot, lot of it. Yeah. So you definitely, you can only play so much golf and, you know, you fish so many times a year and then all you're going to do is annoy all your friends. But you had to do something. But in hindsight, great learning curve, expensive mm. one. But, yeah, I'm glad we, we didn't follow through that and uh, otherwise it wouldn't be what we're, what we're doing now. So what happened from there, mate? Let's talk us through so, that but, because it's been a big two years starting there, <laughs> hasn't it? Has. <laughs> it has. Um, so the coach deal finished and, yeah, we, we, we traded, kept trading and, you know, the, the, the construction side of North Queensland, Townsville's been yeah, foreign. Townsville massive. went through a bit of a lull. People probably yeah. don't realise uh, 2014 to probably 2017, Townsville, uh, Clive Palmer, um, you know, yep. QNI, QNI thing. Yep. There was a thousand jobs in Townsville that went overnight. You know, yep. so that's that's massive to the to the Townsville economy. Uh, businesses like uh, physios and you know um, private practices were shutting up shutting up shop. That's not unheard of. You know, it's usually yep. retail goods or you know people yep. doing gimmicks that, that 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 run away. So Townsville obviously that that, that that's kicked. So that's uh, that's helped us. And in that time, um, I was always going to, you know, uh, junkets, as, as Mara used to say. You know, <laughs> Paul calls them the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> in, in hindsight, you know, you, you go there to have a look and obviously, yeah, it's, it's a junket. But you, you meet like-minded business owners like yourself. And uh, in, in sort of the last sort of seven to eight years, I built up a, a rapport with a, with a guy called Ken Baker. Uh, okay. Out of Hyde for Hire out of Brisbane. So, yeah, and we just used to, like I said, like-minded, you know, talk, talk golf, politics, Bit of work, bit of staff dramas, bit of family dramas, you know, all that sort of stuff. And he approached me um, when we were in Vegas and said, do you reckon um, Darren would be keen to, to buy out and we, we look at merging the company? And I said, yeah, well, you know, that, that makes sense to me. And just uh, no disrespect to Darren, he's, 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 he's 15, 16 years older than me and he was yep. sort of looking at not mm. really venturing out where, you know, I'm still hungry. I'm still got energy. Yep. You know, to, to to drive drive the business into to different regions or, or you know different directions. So that's uh, that's how so, that. So tell about. me about the height for hire. So that Ken that that's come to you. What yep. based in Brisbane. Yep. So what what does his business look like in comparison to, yeah, to so your Ken's business? Ken's double the fleet size to us. Uh, he's he's got a, he's got a, a lot of trucks on the road. So a lot of moving parts. A lot, lot of structure where his ins and outs is, is quite incredible. He does a lot of daily moves where, you know, we just don't have that volume in yep. North Queensland. Mm-hmm. So for me, from an outsider looking in, yeah, a lot of uh, a, a lot of moving parts, but all structured as well, which uh, which you need to be. We've gone, you know, 26 staff in North Queensland and he's got 50, you know, close to 50 in, in, in Brisbane. Yep. And so how was – so from that conversation, it's funny, like I, I, I know – I want to keep jumping back to previous, but it's interesting the similarities in some of this stuff. We've talked about Jimmy's yep. and, and James. He said the same thing. Like his his conversation started walking for, across North Quay yeah. yep. with a bloke that he knew in the industry. They've known for ages. He goes, well, how about we buy? And he goes, what? what? Yep. Like, mm. and, and so that then goes, right? Yep. So it's, it's, it's fascinating, right? It's just yep. relationships. It's people you know. Yep. It, and, and it just has come. So – when, from that first conversation in Vegas? Yep. So that, right? that was in March uh, last last year. We were over for the Con Expo. Yep. Um, it's my second trip and, yeah, Vegas got me the first trip but it, it, I was a bit wise as <laughs> <of> the second <laughs> trip. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Didn't yeah. spit you out the no, second day? No, 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 no. A little bit but not, uh, <laughs> not, not nearly not as bad as, uh, as the first trip. <laughs> and so how quickly did that then migrate and how did that go and, and in comparison to dealing with – Yep, like the coach, coach deal where yeah. you're dealing no, with a t- major t- totally different, um, t- totally different experience, Jace. Uh, so the coach deal, dealing with corporate, 
they're dealing with the Channel 7 board, you know, and, yeah, and I didn't meet those guys personally, but they're just, you know, when they say things, they can't deviate too much away yeah. about it where the, the deal with Ken, fam, family-based business owners, you know, mm. making that decision, yep, okay, I'm not sure about that, I'll come back to you. And our business was fit because we had everything there that was for the sale of coats, you know, and, yes. and I'm not saying okay. it didn't come without its challenges. Yes, yeah, certainly there was stuff that we learned again going yep. through it the second time around. Um, but, yeah, t- totally different experience, 100%. The coach deal, you know, times there you just you, – was, you couldn't sleep. And this one yeah. here, it was a lot more transparent. You could pick up the phone, make a conversation, you know, problem solved. Where the, when you're dealing with the, the ASX companies, yep, yeah, there's definitely not. You pick up a phone, it's two weeks until you, uh, you even know what's, what's happening. So, so where is it for you now, Rhino, in the business? I mean, this is – very fresh this yep. this deal and this merger. It's yeah, only, well, it's a couple only, of months in. It's only yeah. a couple of months in. Yep. So you've 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 gone from a business that's two, three times, what, four times yep. bigger. Yep. What where where do you sit now with the with the role? Because you've got Brisbane now. Yeah. Uh, do you float between Brisbane, Townsville, well, Cairns? How's that I, all work? I, I'm a big believer. You got to know, know your own lanes. You know, if if you're good at something, stay in that lane. If you're mm. not good at something, don't be scared to put your hand up. And you know, even though you're a business owner, doesn't mean you know everything. I think. Uh, you know, uh, listening to Richard Branson and reading some of his yeah. things, just because you know he's um, he owns everything doesn't mean he knows everything. So mm-hmm. I think you got to. It's always good to have good advice. I've got a good circle of friends where I'm, I'm happy to bounce a situation yeah. off because uh, the chances are they've been through the same same situation. But yeah, Paul, it, it's coming with its challenges mm. too. Yeah, the merger, everything on the front end's happening very good. The back end's happening good. But yeah, there, there's definitely challenges for for the staff. You know, Ken and myself that we're, we're punching through. But we know the end, end game is is going to be good. We've got good structure. Yep. We've got good staff. And uh, yeah, like minded people generally, you know, end up where they want to be. Mate, I, I like what you said there just before that where you stay in the lane because I, I am a, I'm a really big believer in that as well. Yep. I think that got passed through mm-hmm. from my old man when I first started in this business. I said on the podcast, I'd, certainly not a background to be a financial planner, you know. I was, yep. Sitting under cars, really? dripping oils and leaving wheel nuts undone and all that sort of stuff, right? That's that's what. So <laughs> leaving handbrakes off and but cars you know, but, <laughs> well, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Not we don't all that. Twice, we don't go back twice, into that again. Twice. I don't want to flog a dead horse. <laughs> but he, but he always said, you, you know what you know. Whatever you know, you know more than what the, the client knows. That's yep. why they're here to see you. But yep. you don't have to know everything because there's so many different areas, and it's not a bad thing to say. You know what. I'm not quite sure on this, but we actually have someone here that is a specialist in that, and I'll get the answer for you. Yep. And not be afraid and think that mm. that you're, you're dumb or, or you don't know. I think I think people appreciate that. Yep. Well, be, well, more be, than you try and bumble through and make it up. Well, and well, BS only gets you so far. Yeah, um, yep. Tookie, you know you, you can't uh, you can't BS your, your way through life. You can bluff, but you can't yeah. you can't BS. And that's right. And that's what we encourage all um, you know global hire and now height for hire. We encourage our staff to make decisions. You mm. know to be accountable. You yep. know. Uh, not not micromanage, you know. If if, if yeah, you stuff up, put your hand up. Or if you don't know, hey, yeah. can you can you put me in the right direction? And yeah, as a owner, manager, and overseeing it, I encourage that because when you're sort of dealing with this sort of staff level, you can't be over everything. You know, yeah. you, you want to be able to put trust in people. And if there's an issue, well, let's let's try and uh, try and get to the bottom of it, bottom of it before uh, before it festers. And so you now having to manage people across. Well, you mean 
you had people in Cairns and Townsville yep. and whatever, but is there any further challenges in um, that? So going back to sticking to our lane at the, at the mm. moment, obviously we've got an objective. Um, Ken Ken Baker, he's um, he's a little bit older than me again, so you mm. know he's 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 just had uh, grandchildren, so he wants to start you know looking at uh, that side of his, of his yeah. life where where he's at with his. Um, so I'm sort of want to merge into the more get away from the sales, but at the moment I'm 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 looking after the sales team. And uh, and trying to get some processes that, that they got they got a great bunch of staff down there some really good guys that have been in the industry a long time which is helpful because you know they they uh, they know uh, know a lot and then we're just trying to tweak a few little areas like the one percenters I'm a, I'm a big believer like a football team you yeah. know yeah you, you can't have a team full of five eights as well as you can't have a team full of props you know? <laughs> all wingers yeah that's right all wingers. <laughs> well, you don't need them yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, just tweaking a few little one percenters to uh, to to get a grip on it and and just make it a, a little bit better again and uh, yeah sorry, sorry you go you, you know go. I was just going to say just picking up on that and I I don't know but so in this transition has there been How's it been? Because Darren's exited. Yep, that right. Darren's gone. So yep. how yep. is, from your point of view, having worked in oh, this business oh, for a long time, not yep. well, having him? I've there. been with Darren for twenty years, and yeah, yeah definitely. I'm, uh, you know, I'll miss him absolutely, and he's not go- going anywhere. I know he's as a, he's always a bit of a mentor towards me, and probably still is. You know, I, I know that I can always ring him or or go and see him or, or you know play golf with him or, or whatever the scenario is, and he'd, he'd be all, all all the more happy for me to you know vent yeah. and. And offer some guidance, and as you know, with guidance, all you got to do is listen. You don't yeah, have to, yeah. you don't have to mm. follow it through, but it's just you know, good, uh, good perspective good here. Yeah, but he's, he's obviously Darren. I mean, I, we know Darren yeah. pretty well, but just a massive part of this whole. Oh, absolutely. This, this whole story, but um, and at some stage, it'd be good to have a chat to him as well. But um, I, I want to go back to something you mentioned ages ago when we were talking about Townsville and Cairns. It was just a thought bubble come back to me. With not being in North Queensland, right? Are there? And you sort of half mentioned it when um, Townsville went in a bit of a lull there. Is it generally like that when Townsville was a lu- in, a, in a lull, sorry, Kansas buzzing? Or, um, or is it just North Queensland operates the same way from an industry perspective or is there can, diversification can, there? That was surprising with, with Townsville. I mm. think after the GFC that took a long time to probably filter down to Townsville. Uh, no government work was happening, you know, hospitals, yeah. unis, ports, roads, that all dried up a bit. So that probably all added, added to it. Where Cairns, yes, you know, <clears throat> you talk to people in Cairns that you know that that cycle of up and down, up and down, and in business, you know, mm. banks hate seeing that, accountants hate yeah. hate seeing up and down, up and down. So that comes with its challenges, and yeah, we we probably identified that Paul when we got out of the general hire. We can't just have construction. We've got to go and find yep. a way the town can support our or we can be supported by the town other than when, when construction finishes. And, and that's that's an interesting point because I hadn't really thought about that. You know, I think about construction with that, but the elevated work platforms are used all over the all place. All over the place, yeah. The, the days right. of step ladders and, yeah, and scaffolds, yeah, well, they're still there to a certain degree. But, yeah, generally the, the scissor lifts and, and the EWPs on, on a whole, yeah, pe- pe- people love them. Scaffold is definitely still there. Yep. Step ladders still there. Workplace health and safety, you know, they, they sort of shy away from the, from the ladder side of things and, yeah, the EWPs I, come, in, come into the I'll tell own. you now, Jason, after this conversation, because <laughs> we've had Rhino <laughs> you, in here, you, 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 go, you go for a drive today yeah. and you'll see a global high <laughs> <laughs> or higher Scissor lift on every bloody corner in, yeah. in the most obscure places. Yeah, no. It's like I, when you want to go and look at buying a red car, you just see red cars, it's the same <laughs> yeah. thing with global No, I thought, I thought where you were going there that next time the gutters at Tamora Close have got to be done, there's an elevated work platform <laughs> yeah. rather than send the old man up a ladder he can fall off. <laughs> We've used them for plenty of Australia Day celebrations. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. So, Rhino, mate, over that time, I might be putting you on the spot here, 
you got any tips or pearls of wisdom or tips that people that either starting out yeah. in business like you do or, or, well, or what's your tips say, in business, mate? How, how to sound like how a know-it-all, but sometimes yeah. you can, uh, you know, you see younger people, you see them trying and, and you just offer a couple of things of advice. You never, like I've never been one to tell anyone what to do, but mate, have you looked at it from this angle? And generally when to succeed or be better, you know, to be, I look at it to be fit, you know, if you want to go to the gym, you're not going to, you know, look like Arnie overnight or, you know, mm. you're not going to look immaculate. It's it's a daily grind. It's, it's getting out mm-hmm. of bed when you don't want to. It's making that phone call when you know mm. the result's probably not going to go your way, you know, and that's what prepares you for where you are today. And that n- nothing changes, you know, mm. other than, you know, the expression, uh, same different day. And that's, yeah. that's it, getting out of bed and, and, and dealing with it. That's, that's honestly what it is. And then you evolve over that and, you know, one year turns into – this is our 15th year in business. So, you know, it yeah, hasn't wow. happened overnight, but you... you, you Instant you overnight success, yeah, right? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Instant overnight <laughs> no. just took 20 years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, ha- I haven't won the lotto or, or been kissed on the dick with anything else. It just doesn't but, happen. I mean, but you, you, you also, the, you, you rely on customer service. I and mean, that's the, what yep. I see from you all the time. Yep. That's You're big in that industry. Customer yep. service is key. It's a, everything too. And that, even if you've made a mistake, you ring the client and say, yep. you know what, we stuffed up. Yep. You own it. Yep, yeah, that's right. You own it. And, and they understand it as well. Yeah, Transparency, absolutely, is, is being on the front foot as opposed to being on the back foot. So, if you if you decided not to go to Skyreach, yeah, and we're here today, do you become a baker or are you a golfer? If you if you're not doing what you're doing, eh, what, no, what would you have been? I, mate? I was never. I had a, a I, I, was, I was a good good uh, A grader. I was you know got down to single figures, scratch sort of thing, but I was never good enough to make uh, make money out of that. And I knew that I knew that fairly young. I. Uh, Used to go and play tournaments down south, and and they get those guys were a lot better than me. And then if you went further south again, there was a lot more better guys down <laughs> there. So I, I knew that early early on. Yeah, it took I don't know where I would have ended up. I think yeah. sales would have eventually got me somewhere. In what industry, I don't I don't know. But the um you know the ba- the baking for three years, you know, starting anywhere from eleven o'clock at night through to one o'clock in the morning, you know mm. that. That enabled me to buy a house when I was 21. Yep. You know, uh, working working a job at the, the golf club and um, as well as baking. You know, so lost contact with friends. You know that, but buying that house enabled me to buy another house and then sell that to have some money to start my yep. own business. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't actually think of it like that until I <laughs> until I said it. But yeah, I, yeah. But it, unless I did that, you know, probably I wouldn't have had the opportunity to mm. to jump into global hire. Just one other thing. Just I mean, talking about tips. One. And it was just a theme of something that you said earlier about, you know, the transition of being a young family, having a network around. What sort of what, – what do you think is the thing that people probably need to work hard at in that journey as a business owner when you've got family, you've got a lot competing? I mean, everyone talks about work-life balance and all that sort of stuff, which is – like super hard yep. when you've got to make sure the doors are open and you pay the people that you're employing, yep. right? <laughs> well, I think you, the key word there is balance and you just said it, Jason, but it's, it's finding that balance, mate. It's challenging, you know, like family, wife, you know, you take that stuff for granted. Yep. Business, you take stuff for granted, you know, your, your, your health, you know. Your, I had to go and get um, – Paul organised all their, our insurances and that yep. for this for this merger, you know. And there's a couple of things there, nothing nothing sinister, but a couple of things I wasn't even aware of. And now, you know, that's that's another balance thing. So I think if you got the magic crystal ball, I'd love to love to <laughs> hear it. But uh, and I'm sure my wife Amy would like to, oh, yeah. like to hear it as well. But balance is the key, and you know, being able to distinguish family, friends, work, you know, and 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 have a bit of time for yourself if if there's left over. That that's important mm. as well. Sometimes too much time, Amy, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and so, mate, you, 
just you know from a social you've got back into golf yes recently because yes. there was a period of time when I'm, you I, you I, were cranky man and wouldn't go yeah near it. I've, um, I'm starting to play on a, on a, on a Wednesday with a, a mate of mine Wade Champion and uh, and then when I go to Townsville I try and do that and yep. Ken uh, Ken Baker down in Brisbane he's a he's a member down there so we're, we're trying play um, you know tie up a, a few meetings on the golf course as well. And going back to you, business is done on a golf course. It is, uh, mate. Mm. You know, uh, social days here, you know, builders days or whatever, I'm always getting invited, which is which is great. And I'm, I'm sure I'm getting invited because they like me, but it's more so that they, they you know, <laughs> chances are we're going to we're gonna win something. Yeah, yeah, they're tandy to have a bloke who yeah. can hit the ball like you <laughs> and probably still not quite playing off the yeah, head you should yeah. be. And a four-band Ambrose, you're pretty handy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, the, go- the golf's there and the bit of, bit of fitness and all that sort of stuff but balance is the balance is the yep. key you can't you can't do too much of one and, and not enough for the other look ron i, I reckon it's be great mate i'm re- actually really looking forward to the next stage it's almost yeah. like you're starting again isn't it? you've done all this <laughs> well, since 2006 and there, here we go again paul, paul i was you've in town uh, in town in your step i was in towns all during the week and someone said straight away oh hey how are you finding it and exactly what i feel like mm. i'm starting again with uh with the challenges you know that that we had when we first started global high you sort of you know, I haven't quite found my lane yet and I mm. know that the lane's there somewhere. I know I'll, I'll swim back towards it, but I'm sort of a little bit diagonal across the pool at the moment. But, yep. uh, yeah, I look forward to getting back into my lane and, and doing what I do well and, and yeah, and, and the business business growing. Just yeah. a quick one on the mergers. So height for hire and global, is it staying height for hire in Brisbane and that, global in North Queensland? How's that going to work? That's a good question and everyone asks that, you know, but we are very mindful of branding, mm. uh, height for hire, um, are very good down there. They use Alan Langer for that for the oh, radio, and we we're going to incorporate him in in North Queensland as well. Little Elfie, sure he'd love to come. Uh, and Global High, you know, we've got fifteen. We've got similar sort of businesses as, as far as when we started, and similar sort of story to be honest with you. Um, and we're very much aware of branding, and we, yep. you know, mm. you, you know, you can't you can't tinker with that because once you start doing that, you know, you can sort of go off course. So for the time being, yeah, we're Global High and Services in, in North Queensland, and Height for Hire, you know, in in Southeast Queensland. Well, mate, yeah, I just it's want to thank you for your coming in and opening opening up, mate, and <laughs> telling us about your role. It's been it's been bloody good, actually. I've learned a bit that I didn't know about you, which is I thought I knew everything about you, mate. There you go. <laughs> no, mate, I, I exactly what Paul said, mate. It's been fascinating. It's, it's always great to have people come in and tell their story and share some wisdoms. And I think you know, there's a plenty of little simple lessons in that. But the one that you keep repeating, which I think is really strong, is. You, you stay in your lane, but it's ultimately figure out what it is that you can do, that you're good at, you can make an impact on, and you can help people through and then get other people to help you with the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a journey. It's an amazing story, mate. So thanks very much. We, you know, wish you all the best. I'm sure this is just the start of of the next big thing for, for Ryan and for Global and for Hot for Hire, mate. So thanks again for coming in. People, I hope you enjoyed the chat. Um, if you did, head to the Wealth Radar Facebook page, give us some feedback on the episode, fire in some questions, and uh, and we'll give you an update at some point down the track as the journey goes on. So thanks heaps, Rhino. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. No worries, buddy. Awesome. Cheers, though. podcast is for informational purposes only and the information contained is of a general nature and may not be relevant to your particular circumstances. The circumstances of each investor are different and you should seek advice from a professional financial advisor who can consider if particular strategies and products are right for you. 
In all instances where information is based on historical performance, it is important to understand this is not a reliable indicator of future performance. You should not rely on any material on this podcast to make investment decisions and should seek professional advice.